most people, for example, real estate agents like myself, we like to list out, oh, we have sold X number of properties and we have, you know, sold X volume or X millions of dollars of, of sales. And, and we've, we close our transactions in so few days, you know, we like to talk about ourselves and how, how successful we are, um, which to an extent you do have to share some of that information, but really what does the customer care about that stuff? The customer cares about, they have a property that they want to sell. You know, they want to move on to if it's a residential property, they want to move because they, they have a job re relocation or they have, their family is growing or they're empty nesters, you know, all these different situations. Or if it's an investment property, they, they want to get rid of their headaches or they want to add to their portfolio. It, it really changes your message it, depending on if you're focusing on them as the hero and what their problem is versus you, the customer, you, the uh, company being the hero and how great you are. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hey, our sponsor for the show today is Pine Financial Group, the leader in hard money lending in Colorado and Minnesota. And they were recently approved to offer their investment publicly. This investment offers only for investors in Colorado and Minnesota and is only made through their investment prospects. Get your copy today. Simply visit www.pineinvestments.com and click to get started. Look, there's a reason why some of the wealthiest people in history invest in loans backed by real estate. Learn more about the risks and returns at www.pineinvestments.com. Welcome back to another edition of Hump Day Hustle, the show where we focus on business and real estate as our core pillars of wealth creation. My name is John Stiles with Bridge Realty, and I'm excited for another great episode. Today, we're going to be talking about another book that Todd and I are, have read or are reading, and it's called Building a Story Brand. Uh, the author is Donald Miller, and uh, it's a really interesting book. So uh, with that, uh, before we get into the topic, though, here's our host, Todd Dexheimer. Todd, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, John. How are you doing? Doing great. Awesome. Anything new out there? Um, you know, I, I think I say this a lot. It's, it's not too exciting. It's just, uh, you gotta get some exciting stuff going on, John. You gotta, you gotta start shaking the trees, man. Well, I, I am. So that, <laughs> Hopefully that, the apples start falling down then. It sounds, uh, it's not the rotten apples. <laughs> so no, but I'm, uh, I'm doing well, just, you know, staying at it, staying in touch with my, my customers making sure they're getting to closing and um yeah we're today's it's wonderful to be alive so awesome man well uh for me i got a an office building and i'm, I'm uh, prepping to purchase here uh and then i am flying out tomorrow uh to go view a building uh, i believe i've got a really chance good chance at getting um, so I'm excited. Hopefully I get that and, uh, this office and we can close, we'll be closing both of those, uh, kind of 
really pretty much the same time. So I'll have two properties, hopefully here, uh, that'll be closing in the next, uh, you know, 90 days or less and uh, keep on building that portfolio. So we'll see how they go. Uh, I'm excited about both of them, but the, the apartment uh, is not under contract. So it's a little bit, uh, obviously we got, we got a ways to go with that. The office building, um, we still have a ways to go, of course. Uh, we've got our due diligence and all that kind of stuff. So we'll see where we go with it. But I think there's a really good possibility. One of the biggest things is the, um, the building, 50% of the building is filled by one tenant, which uh, that one tenant is on a month-to-month lease. And so in the contract, part of the agreement is the current owner uh, will sign a five-year lease with that current tenant at, uh, you know, a dollar amount we have specified. Um, and so with, with some step-ups as years go on. So if, if obviously that's a big uh, kind of hinge point, but if that works, uh, it'll be a good deal. Nice. And uh, I know you've done a variety of commercial properties in the past, but have you done much with office or? Never bought it- an office before. So this will be my first foray into offices. Um, I'm going to buy it myself. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to bring any partners in. Part of the reason is I don't want to bring partners in is because I don't have a bunch of office experience. And although I'm confident in the building and I'm confident in my abilities, um, I want to, you know, kind of test the waters before I were to bring in. investors and other people's money. And I think it's really important, at least for me, um, that I'd like to make sure I feel like I've got a sound, not just strategy, but just uh, that I've executed before um, positively on something like that. So, Yeah. Well, that's very cool. We'll have to stay tuned to learn more about all your um, lessons that you're going to learn through this. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. And the uh, the apartment building, if I get that, I think I'm going to put that into basket number two. So I've got basket number one, I guess, two and three. Um, so I got um, basket number one, I guess, would be kind of the properties I own myself. I own quite a few properties myself. Basket number two is my syndications that I've got. And th- these are buy and, and hold kind of short term, more of five to seven year hold. And then basket number three will be uh, multifamily syndication as well. We're going to buy and hold them for long term, and uh, have kind of a different strategy with the investors. So that would be uh, hopefully be putting that one in basket number three and kind of build that out as well. So kind of exciting stuff, uh, but you know, still a long ways to go. Yeah. Well, good. We'll look for more updates here soon. Cool. Well, let's uh, get into the the book story brand. Um, before we kind of, uh, maybe get into some of the things that we liked about it, why don't we give kind of an overview of what the book's about? Sure. Uh, do you want to do that or you want, you want me to building a story brand? Uh, yeah, Go ahead and, and I'll fill in the, the gaps. Okay. Um, you know, basically it's a book about marketing and how do you market your business and how, how do you, uh, how do you build a story? Obviously just like what the book title says, how do you build a story 
around your business in order to capture people, in order to capture really everybody. So this, the, the book, you know, talks about the stories, really the most important or most powerful tool in order to just captivate the human audience and human brain. And there is a lot about, uh, you know, movies and uh, books and, uh, you know, TV shows as when you learn to use your company's story brand, it's, it's story and, and that's, that's the branding, your communication, your customers, they're actually going to pay attention to what you're saying. They're going to learn your message and it's going to be very clear to them. So uh, that's kind of the gist of, of the book. And he's got, you know, several things we'll probably talk about throughout, but that's kind of the gist of the book is building a story behind your company. So your customers know really what you're doing and they can grasp onto your company. Not only that they know what they're doing, you're doing, but you really speak to them versus all these other companies are kind of speaking about themselves. Yeah. And I think that's a big distinction that he made right away you know, when you read the title, you always think like, well, I've got to come up with my story and, and share my story with everybody else. And actually, that's not what he's talking about. He, mm -hmm. He's talking about story as there's different aspects of a story that you need to utilize in your marketing, but it's actually not your story. It's the customer's story. Yeah. 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 And he wants you to be you, you might not even be part of the story or maybe you're, uh, what does he call you? The, um, the guide, you know, and, and the customer is, is more like the, the hero, like the Luke Skywalker and you're, you're more like the Yoda. Yep, exactly. So I think um, maybe that's one of the first points we should just point out here is that uh, in any, story there's seven seven aspects of a good story yep. you can find this in like you said in movies and books um so the first aspect of a good story is there's a character who is a hero and like you said just a moment ago that hero is not us the company that hero is our customer yeah also you know be clear on kind of the character and what they want, I think is important too. So not only do you have to identify the character, you got to identify what they want. You got to stick with what they want and you got to do it right away. Right. It's not, he talks a lot about when you go to people's websites and you're, you're scrolling through and you finally get to what they're actually offering. It's halfway down their website. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Like you want it to grab onto you immediately and so you know exactly what you want. I mean, think about a, 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 any movie that you watch. If, if you aren't identifying with kind of what's going on at the story for the, in the first, let's call it quarter or less of the movie, probably the first like 10 to 15 minutes of the movie, you're kind of checking out, right? You're just like, okay, this thing is, is what's this really about? You know, if you're, if you're watching star Wars and uh, Luke Skywalker's playing basketball for the first 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> whatever. I don't, I don't really get what's going on with this movie. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And going back to that uh, website topic, uh, I think a lot of us are 
I kind of had the idea that a website is where we put all of the information about our company and you know, here's the history of the company. Here's all the different employees. Here's all the different types of things we do. And here's mm -hmm. the charity that we support. And yep. here's this and here's that. And all these things on our website. But, you know, how, how is that actually converting uh, the consumers out there to become customers? How is that helping a customer identify themselves as a hero in, in the story? Yep. Yep. And, and, and I think he says, you know, having stuff like that is fine, but it shouldn't be your focal point, you know, and it, you, and it sh again, it also talks about just not having a ton of words out there either, especially on your, like your website. So it cut back on the paragraphs and, you know, it should have checkpoints and, you know, small sentences and stuff like that instead of big paragraphs. Uh, you can also have a, like a learn more page, but you know, not not your main page. So uh, as far as character, you know, he, he says uh, you have to be known for something, preferably one thing. And you should ask, what do my customers want as it relates to my brand? Is my brand known for one for the one thing it offers? Yep. Yep. Cause if you are, I mean, you can have multiple products, multiple services, but the more that you add on to that, the more confusing um, the brand is. Well, and they should all correlate with each other, right? They should all be serving kind of the same purpose for most of our companies. We're serving the same purpose, even though we might be doing slightly different things. Like for me, I, ra I uh, raise money for my multifamily, so I'm serving the investors. I also do some coaching and like masterminds and stuff, and I do this podcast. Well, again, I'm still serving, um, instead of my investors, I'm serving uh, other investors, but it's a very similar thing. And so if I really think about the problems that they have, that allows me to speak to them more clearly. And those, those problems are going to be slightly different, but they're also going to be a lot in the same. And so if I can identify those main points, it's going to help me speak to everybody that I want to speak to. Yep. Hey, let's take a minute to thank our sponsor, Pine Financial Group. Look, you work hard for your money. Is your money working hard for you? Because of inflation, money sitting idle erodes your wealth. Many investors understand that real estate is a great investment, but may not want the effort or the risk that comes with owning their own property. They want to sit back and have payments, hit their bank account each and every month. Stop eroding your wealth and start building it by asking your money to work for you. You should be earning profits while you sleep in investment backed by real estate. Pine Financial Group, the leader in hard money lending in Colorado and Minnesota, was recently approved to offer their investment publicly. This investment offers only for investors in Colorado and Minnesota and is only made through the investment prospectus. Get your copy today. Simply visit www.pineinvestments.com and click to get started. There's a reason why some of the wealthiest people in the history invest in loans backed by real estate. 
Learn more about the risks and returns at www.pineinvestments.com. It's www.pineinvestments.com. I want to invite you to join us at the North Star Real Estate Conference. This conference is September 20 and 21st in Minneapolis, and it's going to be packed full of a ton of great speakers. We've got uh, just a, a great group of people speaking. You can look at our lineup on our website, nreconference.com, and sign up there as well. We've got an early bird special. All you need to do is type in early bird, one word, and and uh, you can get $100 off. And that's good through August 10th. So make sure you sign up now. Take action. Look, people that take action and value their education are those who are going to succeed. I know there's a lot of free content. My podcast is free. There's all kinds of free content out there. and Maybe even free meetups that you're attending. But this conference is going to blow your socks off. This is going to be well worth the price and all the profits go to charity. So it's definitely time to take action. Sign up now. Don't delay because the prices will go up. Um, but you know what? Every time I attend a conference, I 10x. Actually, I would say I more like a thousand X even my investment, a hundred, a thousand, potentially even more X my investment. I've met so many fantastic people. I've met investors at conferences. I've met potential partners at conference. I've joined mastermind groups because of conferences. So it's a ton of value. You cannot replace it. So check it out. NREconference.com. Thanks a lot. Well, that's kind of a good segue into the following aspects of what a story is. True. You know, first of all, we talked about a character who is the hero. Uh, the second aspect of a story is that character has a problem. Yeah. It, it might be, there might be different aspects of that problem. It might be a villain. It might be internal. It might be external, philosophical. It might be all of that. You can identify. What you want to do is identify what is the problem that your hero has. Um, and the other aspect of the story is that they're going to meet a guide, which is our company, our service, our product. Um, we're the guide that's going to help that hero overcome the, their problem. So the guide gives them a plan, uh, calls them to action, and helps them avoid failure. And the story should end in success. So as you, gotta, as you uh, craft the message of your branding, of your marketing pieces, of your website, all those different things, you have to kind of um, touch on these different aspects of the story. So you have to call out what is the, what is the problem? What is going to happen if that hero doesn't use the advice of the guide doesn't buy the product doesn't buy the service what's going to be the failure potential you know identify your customer's problem right what's what's their what's their problem if you're selling health you know foods what's what's the problem that they have well likely it's because they're you know maybe not eating healthy maybe they have all these cravings and you've got something that can help them with that or you know whatever it might be um you know, identify really what that is. Um, everybody's got a problem. And the more you can identify it, the better 
results you're going to have. Yeah. Um, I thought the really interesting part is the guide part. And that one's uh, a little more challenging, but customers aren't looking for, for a hero, right? They don't want you to identify yourself as a hero. Uh, they want you to identify yourself as kind of just a guide. Um, and it, it really changes the way you're going to talk with them and talk about your business. So I think that's a big kind of paradigm shift for a lot of people. Not that we necessarily think we're heroes, but oftentimes we try to be such experts. Um, we try to be, you know, kind of everything. And instead of that, he suggests, well, position yourself as the guide, you know, to try to get, other people to achieve what you're trying to achieve or other people to buy what you're trying to sell and not necessarily you as the, as the hero necessarily, but just as a, a simple guide. Yeah. I, I think that's really key. And, and if you're going to follow this pattern or this model, because if you're going to, most people, for example, real estate agents like myself, we like to list out, oh, we have sold X number of properties and we have, you know, sold X volume or X millions of dollars of, of sales. And, and we've, we close our transactions in so few days, you know, we like to talk about ourselves and how, how successful we are, um, which to an extent you do have to share some of that information, but really what does the customer care about? that stuff. The customer cares about, they have a property that they want to sell. You know, they want to move on to, if it's a residential property, they want to move because they, they have a job re relocation or they have, their family is growing or they're empty nesters, you know, all these different situations. Or if it's an investment property, they, they want to get rid of their headaches or they want to add to their portfolio. It, it really changes your message it, depending on if you're focusing on them as the hero and what their problem is versus you, the customer, you, the uh, cust company being the hero and how great you are. Yeah, absolutely. And it kind of makes me shift kind of the way I think, because you hear everybody, they talk, they will always try to talk about how much, not, you know, how much they have in real estate and how many units they have and um, you know, how many millions of dollars they've raised and all this, but when you think what it's like, okay, that's just about yourself. You're not talking about anybody else. And if you're trying to raise money, what are you trying to do? Well, you're trying to show your investors that look, you place your money with my company and we can then solve one of your problems, which is creating not, not only just uh, creating great cash flow uh, and great returns, but also capital preservation. And if you can build the story around that, I think it, it's going to speak a lot more volumes because it's, it's not just speaking about yourself. You know, everybody has, somebody's always going to have more units, uh, more multifamily units, more assets under management, have raised more money, uh, have exited more deals and done more than you in some way, shape, or form. So if you can actually set yourself apart from everybody else by telling how you're helping them and how you're changing their lives and how you're solving their problems, 
that's going to speak a lot more volume than it is if it's all about you. Yeah, really. I mean, if somebody's got money that they need to invest and they've got numerous options out there, different syndicators, different asset classes, different, you know, stocks, investing themselves, different, you know, there's a variety of options for them. They're not looking for who can break the best. They're looking yep. who can solve their problem. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So if you, whoever communicates that the best is, is ultimately going to, uh, in my opinion, win. And I think it helps you also focus on what you're really trying to do. Are you really trying to just build your portfolio and get thousands of units? If that's the only thing you're trying to do, well, you probably shouldn't be a multifamily syndicator. If one of your main goals though, is to preserve investors capital and help them achieve financial freedom, help them get solid, good cash flow with great returns. Um, well, then you're identifying their problems and you're doing what syndicators should be doing is worrying and focusing on who the investors are, who, who's actually getting you to the point where, you know, you're having these thousands of units. Yep. When you focus on the customer's success, you will be successful. Yep. That people are going to want to refer to you because of the great experience they've had with you. So, yep. I know, and going back a little ways in my own business, I've, you know, I do both um, residential representation as well as investment representation. And I find that those customers are very different people. Yeah. And while, yes, it's theoretically they can cross over and, and they do, but the vast majority of, you know, homeowners are not investors and the vast majority of investors, well, they may be homeowners, but that's not the problem that they are concerned about. Right. Right. Um, so for myself, you know, even prior to reading this book, I am segmenting my marketing so that and and my database and my clientele so that my messaging to each of those groups is going to be very specific and solving those specific problems hmm. so you think you need to have two different messages or are you going to try to combine them as one or just focus on one or what, what's your thought there or haven't you maybe decided that um well i I have completely split them. I've got two separate websites. I've got yeah. two separate Facebook pages and I've got, I'm segmenting my email list. Um, so I you're am going to build a story brand around each business. You're just treating them as two separate businesses completely. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I guess I don't mind that idea as long as they're separate enough. Uh, you just, cause you need to be clear on what you're offering. So, yep. And who you're helping. So, um, I guess who, who gives them a plan? Um, that was, that was another thing we've already kind of mentioned that. Do you have a simple plan that makes it easy for your customers to do business with you uh, is really important. So understanding uh, again, everything is about simple and everything's about the customer. And we already know it's all about the customer, but I think most of us forget about that. <laughs> Honestly, we, we, we focus so much on ourselves. Yep. And the, the plan is important. It can be a couple different things. It could be just like 
here's the here's the steps go to my website click the sign up button and then you'll be subscribed to my email list so that could be a plan yeah or it could be call me now well that's that's the action that's the that's the call them to action you know he talks about that that action button that uh buy now button at the top corner uh you know the getting them to actually directly buy right now or take take action today that's important and a lot of us kind of leave that out because we don't maybe we don't want to get rejected or uh, we don't want to be pushy or whatever it is yep yep yeah if if we think that our customers know what the call to action is we think that they will just realize they should call me <laughs> or whatever it is but they need some i mean as smart as our we our customers are they need some direct instructions about what steps to take yep yep um and the call to action then needs to help them avoid failure right and we want to make sure again we can communicate what's actually at stake for our customers so what are the negative consequences if you don't take action if you don't go into you know do business with us what negatives could happen so what's what are the consequences yep so you know just pointing out the the loss of money or loss of uh, or health, health whatever it is increased stress yeah. yeah there's so many different things and of course you don't want to overdo the you know potential negative there because then he'll just be a fear monger and <laughs> and they'll yep. tur get turned off to that so you have to have a balance of a little bit but not too much of letting them know what could go wrong yep and then the very last thing uh, is it ends in a success. So it has to have some sort of success that it's going to end in. Um, you know, so obviously if you're uh, trying to lose weight or whatever, eating healthy, uh, the success in the end could be uh, being able to sit on the beach and, you know, not feel like you're overweight or uh, fitting into the, the pair of jeans that you haven't fit into since you were, you know, 25 or whatever it might be. Yeah, we we have to paint a picture of what life will be like once they buy our product or service. Yep. Yep. Um, well, cool. Anything else on the book? I mean, I I personally really enjoyed it. I think uh, you did as well. Uh, I'm actually so I did it on Audible, we, which most of these books we've always uh, done on Audible. I'm I'm gonna buy the hard copy of the book just because I think it's really valuable in this instance to have that hard copy to be able to reference back to and highlight and stuff like that. Yeah. And I mean, just to speak about like the style of writing and, and the materials that come with it, they do have, you know, once you buy the book, you can get uh, a printout of the different illustrations yeah. that are included. Um, and there's uh, like some videos and there's even a software online where you can actually go through the process, fill in the blanks, so you can create your own story brand. I've actually yeah. started a couple different story brands so that you can have like an overall story brand. And then for each specific client type, you can create a specific story brand for that. 
So it's it's a really neat tool. Um, I you know I, of course, what you find out uh, he's actually, you know he is selling uh, something. Of course, everybody's selling something. He's he has conferences that you can go to and and actually go through this in detail in a group format, and seeing him speak about it directly. Um, but you know it's despite the fact that he's selling some, it's, it's something that's very valuable. And I think that it's well done, well thought out and really useful. Well, look, he's, he's giving a lot of free information away. And he said that right in his book, he feels like you should give, 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 give. And it, he's not afraid to give a lot of information uh, away. And, and that's exactly what he's doing. And my guess is he's selling quite a bit of, uh, quite a bit of content as well. I mean, his book sells well, he's got his live workshops, like he said, he's got his podcast. Um, so my guess is he's making some good amount of money doing it, which is great. Um, and he should be because I think he's got a really valuable tool that a lot of people should be, uh, really digging into. Yep. And this, you know, this approach, I think, is a challenge because it's not, it's not first nature for most people. Right. So I think those people who can actually apply it will really be successful. And so I'm, I'm hoping to, you know, really use the software, keep going through this and really apply it. So. Yep. Yep. Agree. Agree. Okay. Well, cool. Um, that's all I got. If you got anything more, John, speak now, man, or forever hold your peace. <laughs> that's all I've got, except for we just uh, want to thank our listeners and viewers again for tuning in. Uh, be sure if, if you've yeah. read this book, um, comment below uh, on the YouTube video or on our Facebook page, uh, just what your thoughts and impression of the book was. Uh, we'd love to continue the discussion there. And uh, by the way, we really appreciate your feedback and review on iTunes. That helps us to get this show out to more and more people. Awesome, John. Appreciate it. You have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day a Saturday. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. A couple things before we go again. Go on to our Facebook page, Pillars of Wealth. We'd love to have you on there. Go on to iTunes. Give us a rating and review and subscribe to the show. Also, um, you know, don't forget, reach out to me if you want any help with uh, potentially growing your business and reach out to John Styles to help you buy or sell real estate. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Have a fantastic the rest of the day. And as I say, make every day a Saturday.